perfect way to go into Good Friday. Good morning. It's Rise and Stein, and we are live on Facebook right now for the very first ever, as far as I know, worldwide. <laughs> this is the very first ever Facebook Live Passover Seder in the morning time. In the morning, uh, that would be that would be Le- way before sundown. That would be Leanna right over there. Uh, she's got the robe uh, mm-hmm. behind her. Uh, it's not as cold as it normally is in the studio, That's but true. we didn't want to come in without the robe. Uh, that would be Ray Haynes, our general manager, uh, sitting in front of the Passover meal, uh, if you will, that we will be talking about throughout the morning. Go to the Risenstein Facebook page and just click on the Facebook Live. And and you can make comments, say hi. So, Elizabeth, thank you for joining us. Uh, blessings back to you. Austin, thank you. Tom, uh, hey. our friend Tom, has, has joined in on the Facebook Live. And we're going to be... We're going to be walking through this throughout this morning. And it's so awesome. I grew up, Ray, Jewish, right. uh, in a very humanistic, almost secular home. And our Passover seders were... Everybody hates us. Enjoy your dinner. That, that's what Traditional it was. Passover Seder. Yeah. Uh, this will be different. Just a little bit, yeah. And we should also throw a shout out to Michaela Wise, who's behind the camera, so awesome. that you actually have the camera. That's right. Thanks, Thank you, Michaela. One of our many great interns. We so appreciate. And also a shout out to Kelly, who laid all of this out, prepared all of it. She was the first to cry over the horseradish last night. Aww. So it's when you shave horseradish. Oh, my goodness. So our whole house... <laughs> so we we do welcome you. I'm so excited for those of you that are joining us on Facebook Live and for uh, probably lots, lots more that are going to be listening on the radio today. If you didn't listen yesterday, I would highly recommend it. So that's like the first half, right? Mm-hmm. First half. Yeah. I want to uh, repeat a couple of things just so you know, because if you didn't hear anything yesterday and you missed it, so let me just a little snippet first. We are not celebrating Passover out an obligation to any ceremonial law of Moses from the Old Testament because we wouldn't be having it in the morning otherwise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're celebrating Passover because it's one of the most beautiful pictures of Jesus a Christian can discover. Mm-hmm. In discovering it, you'll discover things about him you are missing. I mean, when he says taste and see that the Lord is good. There you go. Uh, the disclaimer, of course, is always Colossians 2. Therefore, do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink or with regard to a religious festival, new moon, celebration, or Sabbath day. These are a shadow of things that were to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. And we can also say in the mm-hmm. Passover meal, the reality, everything here is, is about Christ. It's awesome. So if you never celebrate Passover, you're still just as holy. Um, so I want to jump to what we talked about yesterday really briefly is where it went, where the Passover meal went. Go ahead. All right. Uh, I want to say hi to Nancy. Uh, tuning into Facebook Live from Clarksville, Georgia. Hey, hey, Nancy. Paige, thank you for joining us. And Don Terrius, good morning to you. And Jay, good morning to you. Outstanding. So in 380. A.D. at the Council of Nicaea, Constantine, who is now Emperor of Rome, established the Easter Edict. Constantine made observing any Jewish tradition a heresy Mm. punishable by Mm. persecution and death. So these were Jewish followers of Jesus. So even though these were Christians, the Romans hated the Jews so badly that they were killing other Christians. Mm. It was as tragic as you could get. Council of Late. Uh, Laodicea, about 40 years later, Christians shall not Judaize and be idle on Saturday, but shall work. If, however, they choose to observe the Sabbath, they're found Judaizing, they shall be shut out from Christ. Uh, 
St. Christentum in the can early I, 400s. Sure. Can I so just say how interesting it is that they said, okay, yeah, that if you do anything related to Judaism, you will be shut out from Christ. Isn't that amazing? Who was Jewish. Who gave you Christ? <laughs> <laughs> they, I think they missed that part. That I think they did. Mm-hmm. Well, he wrote that those of Jewish origins who defile the church by the observance of the Jewish feasts and festivals were heretics and should not be allowed inside the church. So now, you didn't even have to observe. You just had to be one. So, it was a little tough. Of course, the only reason there was a church is because of the 120 Yes. Jewish people exactly. that decided to, you know, go out and, and share that simple Jesus. And so it, it makes even <laughs> more uh, maybe potent the words of Jesus mm-hmm. in Luke 19 as he prays over Jerusalem. So it's 400 years before those things happen. He saw the city and wept over it, mm-hmm. saying, if you had known, even you, especially in this, your day, mm-hmm. the things that make for your peace. But now they are hidden from your eyes. Wow. Literally. Mm-hmm. For days will come upon when you, when your enemies will build an embankment around you, surround you, close you in on every side, and level you and your children within you to the ground, and they will not leave in you one stone upon another, because you did not know the time of your visitation. That happened in 70 AD. One million Jews were killed as they conquered Jerusalem and destroyed it. So... Here we are at the Passover Seder. Mm-hmm. We don't want to miss our, our opportunity to encounter Jesus. He said to do it. He said it's forever. And uh, the most exciting part of Passover is it changed everything. That's why it's so important. Mm-hmm. You can get all the other things that you get in the church, but without Passover, you miss kind of the big picture. When he arrived in Egypt and he laid out the Passover, it changed everything about sacrificial offerings and everything about the relationship to God. For the first time, the people were told to eat the sacrifice. That sounds so normal to us, but to them, they always burned it. Mm -hmm. They walked through it, the pieces. Mm -hmm. But why in the world would you eat the sacrifice? Because Jesus is that Passover lamb. We know that now. But, of course, we have 3,500 years on them. Uh, So the Passover meal is not a sacrifice you can watch burn. It has to enter you to become one with you to save you. That was the mystery, the miracle, Mm. the beauty of the Messiah. Now, the one thing they do have, when they celebrate Passover in Jewish homes, it's personal. Passover is the one time you have to forget that you're unique. It's never about what someone did back then. Mm-hmm. It's about what happened to me in Egypt right. and in the Garden of Eden, etc. So for them, just Egypt. But for us, we have to understand we took that fruit from that tree. Mm-hmm. It was us who killed Jesus. It was us. We were there. That's, that's our participation. Our sin did this. So Passover isn't a history story. It's a realization. You're in the story. The story's about you. Mm-hmm. There's only one man, one woman, and they need a savior. That one person is you. You need a savior. Nothing else is more relevant about this story. Now, the big question that I get asked a lot, was the Last Supper a Seder, like we're having right now? Uh, Was Jesus crucified when the Passover lambs were slain in the temple court? If so, then the Last Supper occurred before the Passover lambs were killed. So some say then it could not have been a true Seder with a Passover lamb. So if it was the day before Passover that they had the Last Supper, what meal or meat was it? So there are different festival traditions in different places. Jesus and his disciples were Galileans. Therefore, they would have observed the Galilean traditions. Uh, Several differences. Uh, Galileans observed the fast of the firstborns. 
and some obviously still do that today, in remembrance of the firstborn Israelites who were saved that day. The fast took place on Nisan 14, on the day of Passover. So you were obligated if you were a firstborn son or the father of a firstborn son who's too young to fast. Mm. So those folks had to fast. So in the Galilean tradition, there had to be a special meal at the beginning of Passover, Nisan 14. It's the pseudo Masechet. Now that thing is something that's not unique, but and I'll, and I'll show you why. But after this meal, there'd be a whole day fast. And... For them, the next meal would be the Passover meal, the Seder, right? So in this sense, the meal they had was their last supper. Mm. And then you come to this mm. one. So henceforth the name. The special, the same special meal occurs in Israel before Yom Kippur fast. So it's not unique to Passover or even to Galilee. It's very common now. Uh, there's more than one kind of Passover lamb also. The official one had to be from the flock. Additional lambs were offered that were peace offerings or festival offerings that came from the herd called the Haggigah. Since you had to eat or burn all the Passover lamb on the night of Passover, the Haggigah could be eaten before or after the night of Passover so that there could be meat for the meals in the whole Feast of Unleavened Bread, which was for another week. So those eight days, you still had meat. So most of you who are listening or watching are, are probably Gentiles, so our focus is not to, you know, to Judaize, to, you're not going to learn Hebrew and go through those prayers. If you go through a normal, uh, even Messianic cantor, they'll be singing mm-hmm. all of these to you, which we will not, and you're welcome. <laughs> but um, this, we believe, is for all of Israel, but all mankind as well, from Eden to Egypt to Jesus on the cross, to the modern-day church, all the way to the wedding supper of the Lamb. So we're, separate, we're celebrating what we call the timeless Passover. Mm. I do highly encourage you, if, you ha- if you're near a Messianic congregation, oh, go at some point and be a part of their, mm-hmm. pa- their Passover. It's wonderful just for the singing and the dancing and the food and the fun. It's just absolutely wonderful. It's just a tradition you really should uh, just get to be a part of. But coming up, we're going to start off. The Passover elements are next. There's meaning in everything we do and everything we eat. Victory 91.5. It's Risenstein. It is a Facebook Live Passover Seder. Go to the Risenstein Facebook page or the Victory Facebook page. I want to say hi to Sally listening and watching in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Wow. Uh, there is no cheese on the Passover plate. Correct? <laughs> uh, no cheese. No dairy. Um, Not with me. Also want to say hi to uh, Shannon. Good morning. And Ben. Daniel, thank you. And Tootie. And Evelyn. And Deidre. I used to work with Deidre at another radio station cool down, down in wow. Atlanta uh, back in the sports talk days. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, we're going to come back right here on Victory 91.5. It's Passover. It's Good Friday. It's Easter. For some of us, complex.